Good morning, Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWave. Welcome to the uh, MagnaWave office hours. We come every Tuesday uh, for you to uh, join you and uh, have a good time, talk about a lot of good stuff, talk about PMF, talk about our machines, answer whatever questions uh, you may have. And uh, so we're glad to be here. If you have a question, you can post it in the uh, chat box on Facebook or you can uh, post it on um, the YouTube page. Also, we're broadcasting today on Chat Castbox, which is a uh, internet radio uh, network, if you will. And so you can also go on to uh, Castbox uh, and watch—or not watch, but you can listen and you can chat and you can uh, even call in on the Chatbox app. In fact, uh, we can talk to several people at the same time on Castbox. So we're looking forward to that and uh, checking that out and uh, seeing how that will work uh, with the with the program uh, as we go forward so you got those access points and also you can send it oh I don't have the white phone so you don't send a text today unless we're going to get the white phone uh, you can send a text to 502-599-9722 and uh, I will call you back and we can have a discussion if you have a uh, question at that point here's the white phone thank you very much all right so we're ready there if you have uh, anything that you would like to uh, discuss just uh, send me a text and I will call you back go to Castbox or whatever Okay, also coming up this Thursday at 1 o'clock, uh, Elaine will be hosting a webinar with a new machine introduction to uh, show you a new machine that we are adding to the MagnaWave line from the PEMF Solutions Group. Uh, we're excited about this. Uh, you can see it on Facebook. Uh, the I'll give you a little teaser here. The name of the machine is the Julian and we'll get into that later but at any rate Thursday one o'clock Elaine will be hosting a webinar uh, showing and um, demonstrating our newest machine uh, to the MagnaWave line we think you'll find that exciting it's been under development for about a year in, ter in terms of how we were going to put it all together and uh, uh, put it in place so the PMF Solutions Company have been doing that and we've worked with them because we are close with them as a distributor and so uh, we've done some testing for them so on and so forth uh, with the device so Thursday one o'clock be uh, be sure to tune in and uh, we will be more than happy to uh, visit with you at that at that point in time. If you have any questions, just uh, please put them in the, uh, there are several people with us on uh, on CastBox, so good. Good morning, thank you uh, for being with us there. For those of you uh, in the CastBox uh, area, uh, this is a program talking about health and wellness utilizing PEMF therapy, which is pulsed electromagnetic field therapy. Basically, it's an inflammation reduction uh, device and if you can reduce inflammation, you can take away pain. Uh, with that said, I'm working on a book uh, now, a new book that I'm gonna be participating in uh, called The Happy Brain. And it's dealing with what it takes to have a happy brain uh, and to have good health and, and so forth. Let me see, let me come over here and check something and see if I've got any questions over here. Um, nope, folks are saying good morning, good. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff going on in front of me here all of a sudden <laughs> trying to keep kind of trying to keep track of where the uh, particular programs are and who's with us and and uh, what's going on but at any rate uh, talk about the happy brain and and it's kind of my feeling that a uh, happy brain 
uh, is produced. If you relieve pain, uh, you can lead yourself to a happy brain. And that's kind of where I'm going in the book that I'm dealing with is how pain relief uh, in many cases has helped people uh, in fact uh, have a healthy, happy brain. Uh, one of those examples that I will talk about is, and I'll give you an example of it, is a woman named Cindy. Uh, Cindy came to us. She was referred to us uh, actually through a friend at, uh, that we have at the Louisville Soccer uh, Louisville City Soccer games and so forth uh, was asking me one night, how do you do, does your equipment work with depression? And I said, absolutely, we've had a lot of good success with depression and that's uh, how we've used a lot of it. And he said, I'd like to send someone to you and he did. And so uh, Cindy came to see us and the best description I can, I can make is that when she came in the door, she, she's what they call clinically uh, non-responsive uh, depression, clinically non-responsive depression. That's where uh, talking did not help, drugs did not produce the results they wanted to, uh, shocking where they used the electricity to shock the brain did not produce the results they wanted. And so this was kind of a, a last straw. She was just really in the state of depression. She came in and just God love her. She just really looked uh, down and droopy and not happy and wouldn't look up and wouldn't smile, wouldn't do anything and thought, you know, what are you going to do to help me? So we began uh, to treat Cindy and, and uh, basically we were treating her overall body because we've learned that the PEMF provides a sense of well-being when it's applied uh, when someone receives a treatment. So we treated her overall body and then we also treated her head. We treated her brain area with a very very low setting and we'd use various uh, one day we'd use the butterfly over her head, the next day we'd use the paddle, sometimes we'd put the large loop on her shoulders treating up and down like this and so we began to treat Cindy daily and uh, so she would come to the office and, and have a 30-minute treatment and, and and that was it we treat her for about 20 or 30 minutes various parts of her body and then she'd leave and come back the next day and I can tell you that it was really tough because the first week or so she was kind of what is this about I'm not feeling any different she didn't appear to be any different but then after just a couple of weeks uh, she started she'd come in and she'd look at you uh, and then after about three or four weeks she'd come in and she'd smile and uh, then she got to the point to where she was starting to converse with it. I mean in the beginning she hardly even said a word she just really didn't want to talk about it or anything like that but we just continued we continued to treat uh, daily and uh, as, as I was saying, as time went on, she began to respond happier, smile, do things, and start talking about wanting to go back at work to work. She had not been working for a number of years, and she started thinking, gee, maybe if I can keep this up, I'll be able to work, I'll be able to become productive again, uh, feel better with my family and friends, and, and this is what was just continuing to happen to Cindy as time went on. Well, it took... Uh, she, we treated her every day and then over the weekends we didn't treat her and she would kind of regress a little bit, start back up on Mondays and she'd start, she'd get back into the shape that she wanted to be. And so, but over time she did talk about going back to work. She did some work for us part time to kind of fall into place and see how that would work out. And then she was able to go back into the workforce. She did purchase her own machine, treated herself, treats herself now as she needs it. And so she may go 
go a few days without treating, then she may treat for a few days. But the bottom line is this type of therapy has granted uh, Cindy an opportunity to live life um, in a full extent to be much happier and uh, she was tr conducting tours, bus tours and taking people out and uh, doing tours and arrange making arrangements in the cities where the bus tours will go and so it's just it's just really been exciting to see a happy brain uh, achieved by this type of therapy and this process that we utilized uh, with Cindy. It was it, it was very interesting and, and uh, we keep up with Cindy, we see her, she comes in and visits from time to time, and uh, things are going very well with her. And so that's a guide to a happy brain uh, with depression, and I'll talk about another one in a minute. Let's see here if there are any questions that have been presented. Uh, nothing on this side. Um, Let's see. Let me do a click. You got something, Chris? Oh uh, no! How's Castbox doing? How many? Well, let's see what we got going on on Castbox. See if I can figure out here. Um, let's see. We have some people on here. Sayed says hi. Hazel Reed's watching on uh, Castbox. That's good. And let's see. I can't figure out where to look on here. We have seven listeners at this point on Castbox. And uh, Hazel, if you've got something you'd like to talk about, just click the button on the uh, Castbox app there, and you can chime in, and we can have a uh, conversation about PMF or anyone else. Of course, Saeed, if you have a question about what we're doing, please uh, feel free to uh, ch chime in and uh, hit the uh, call button. That would be really cool because I'd like to uh, see how this works. Uh, inside the program. I do have some questions here. Uh, uh, Sherry asked the question, any advice on treating a tendon sheath injury? Will MagnaWave help? Uh, well, most certainly because what we're going to do is um, talk, talk about the blood oxygenation and the blood flow to the area of the injury to the tendon sheath and that will help the process along. Any place where good oxygenated improved blood flow will be beneficial to something that's going on in the body, then MagnaWave and similar types of things can be very beneficial. Uh, let's see, I thought I saw someone request to come in. Uh, don't know how much time I have on CastBox if someone uh, punches the button to, uh, to join. Uh, here we go, Hassan is uh, wanting to uh, come in. Good morning, Hassan, how are you? Hello, thank you. Are you? Uh, I can, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Sorry. I, I can hear you. It's a little garbled, uh, but I appreciate you uh, uh, calling. I think that's great. If we can, you have a question for me? Uh, yeah, good to hear you. I'm thankful that something you were saying that. Uh, I have a question about the uh, this magnetic trophy. Is it a, is it a medical trophy? Is it something medicine or uh, something with uh, some medicines do it or no? Is it some uh, practical or treatment that psychologists do it? Uh, I think I got the gist of your question asking if this is a medical type of process to I improve the health and wellness. It is. Uh, it's something that, that does uh, allow the body to be, the cells of the body, the blood of the body to be, be in better condition and uh, can be very helpful for the healing process. Yeah, I, uh, which person do we need that treatment, you know? 
Uh, therapists that provide the treatment quite often, the chiropractors uh, utilize the equipment, uh, individual practitioners. We've got about 1,200 practitioners around the country who uh, provide these services. And if you go to our website, MagnaWave, PEMF.com. Uh, you can see a practitioner near you in your area, um, so you can uh, uh, receive treatments uh, at that point. Okay, okay, that's it. Uh, website too. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it already. Thank you for. Thank you, Hassan. Appreciate you calling. Well, that was interesting. Uh, Hassan had some. Uh, uh, questions about uh, the how the pro how the therapy is used. Uh, thank you very much for uh, calling in. I think it was a little difficult to hear him there. I don't know how it came across on our recording, but we'll find out and uh, see how it uh, it progresses. Any other questions? Let me see if there's anything over here in Restream. Um, can you treat a person with an aneurysm coiling in the brain? Coiling in the brain. Well, certainly, uh, if someone has an aneurysm, <clears throat> you want to be certainly cautious. It's not going to do anything to increase an aneurysm or to, to have any effect on an aneurysm. However, uh, aneurysms are very uh, critical um, growths or, or developments in the body that can be dangerous, and so you certainly want to work with a doctor uh, when you have that type of situation to make sure. Uh, if you wanted to do a full body treatment, if it's in the brain and you want to treat the torso and the back of the person for pain or whatever there, and can the uh, good improved oxygenated blood flow to the area uh, produce some result that, that uh, you, pr you prefer, maybe that the aneurysm doesn't grow or that everything in your body is healthier to help you deal with that type of situation. So it's very important to uh, deal with your doctor uh, in those situations. We had a situation uh, in our, uh, it's kind of an interesting, interesting story, but my wife had an ascending aortic aneurysm, I said had, and uh, that, that they discovered uh, when they were doing some uh, tests on her that she had this aneurysm, and so they monitored her every six months. They'd go and they'd do an MRI and an x-ray to see the position of this aneurysm, and along the way, she continued to treat herself. She had some back issues, which we've talked about, and how we actually got into the business was trying to help her back and we did and that's how we got started but at any rate uh, the doctors were okay that wasn't getting any bigger and and so when they didn't have a problem with her treating herself for her back pain and we went on all of a sudden she goes in one day uh, a couple years a after all this happened and the doctor looks at her and says well you know it looks like it's a little smaller and that doesn't happen to aneurysms aneurysms don't get smaller and uh, but we thought well I don't know what's causing it but that's that's where we are with it and um, so we continued to treat again her back uh, because she had this fall and it just uh, it, once in a while her back would be bothering her and we'd treat her well uh, so then this has been going on for seven or eight years we did travel for a few years and she did not have her checkups like she needed to so we came home uh, and I believe it was in 2011 and uh, she went back to her doctor and he said let's do some tests and they did tests and he looked at her and he said uh, well you know this doesn't make any sense this aneurysm is gone and uh, we, I don't understand that and so and, and it must have been a fluke it must have been a misdiagnosis 
and this had been going on for seven years that they had been uh, testing her every six months and looking at this aneurysm and watching, making sure that it didn't uh, get any worse, and then all of a sudden it was gone, and after all these things, it was a misdiagnosis is what their answer was. All we can sit back and say is she continued, she treated herself continually uh, over those years, and if that had any effect on it, we don't know, but uh, that's our aneurysm, one of our aneurysm uh, discussions that we quite often have. There's another question here. Um, so aneurysm, check with the doctor. Uh, and, and if they want you to stay away from the brain area, do that, but to treat other areas of the body and to improve overall, improve overall blood circulation and blood flow, that's, a, that's an okay thing. Uh, here's a question from Terry. Would you consider excessive drooling to be a normal release for a horse during treatment? Uh, saddlebred show horse, relax, comfortable during the treatment. Absolutely drooling. Every person reacts differently. Every animal reacts differently to the uh, treatments, but we look for a release. Quite often horses will lick. Then they'll, they'll lick with their, their lips become very heavy. They'll become droopy. And uh, for a horse to relax to the point that they're drooling uh, during a uh, treatment uh, could very well be a relaxation or a release uh, from the treatment that's being uh, being different and she says the horse uh, chews and yawns uh, but that much drooling uh, is new to me uh, they do have some clover in the pasture and so a lot of things can can contribute to that but that's certainly not unusual not every horse does that when you treat but it certainly uh, it certainly can happen and it can happen at various different uh, different times good morning Samantha thank you uh, for being with us and Maureen uh, so, uh, good question. If anyone else has a question, uh, please feel free to uh, uh, chime in. Let me come over here and take a look. Um, put that here and see if there's anybody on. Uh, Marlboro Man asked the question on CastBox, is it FDA approved? The modality of PEMF therapy is FDA approved. It's FDA approved for depression, uh, TMJ issues. There is an FDA approved device for incontinence in women. Uh, there is an FDA approved device now for uh, glioblastoma brain tumors uh, that people have to help reduce the, the, the size of the tumor, so on and so forth. Um, I think I'm missing one. It is improved for non-union fractures, for non-union bone fractures. It helps the healing process there. The uh, devices that we have, we are safety tested. We are in the process of applying, we have applied. Uh, we're on the process of FDA approval in the United States. We are, uh, we've completed everything. And I know John's uh, in the chat area today. We've completed everything on the, um, on the CE approval as a medical device in Europe and we're just awaiting our final approval on our factory and the bureaucracy and this thing is amazing uh, how long it takes to get some of this uh, completed but uh, Marlboro Man to answer your question it the modality is approved our devices are in the process uh, of being approved how we use them quite often uh, they are considered just so you're clear on this uh, Marlboro uh, they are considered class one off the shelf devices so they can be used by people uh, for whatever uh, how they want to use them for comfort relaxation whatever they want to do with the devices in that fashion 
and uh, so that's that's it. that's what we do at this point uh, class one off-the-shelf types of devices in the veterinary space it's not required that you have FDA approval for a device uh, in the veterinary space they operate on what they call a complaint based uh, situation with the FDA that means if you manufacture something produce something sell something whether it's a supplement a device or whatever it is as long as you're not diagnosing you're not uh, practicing medicine you can use these class one types of devices a class one device is something that is non-invasive you can do it right through clothing it doesn't you don't have to put any salves you don't have to puncture anything drugs are not required to make you comfortable to have this type of a treatment so it's considered a non-invasive uh, treatment um, when you use these types of devices as class one devices and, and so that's where they where they kind of fall as people do studies and we are doing three studies now that are in process uh, one for uh, osteoarthritis at the University of Miami in Florida and you can search these on Google uh, another one at the Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit for uh, venous wound healing that's open wounds and in uh, California at the Palm Beach Veteran, uh, Veterans Hospital we're doing a study on bed sores uh, that we will use as we go to specific areas of the FDA so that kind of tells you where we are with the overall uh, pro, pro, uh, situation. Marlboro Man does it work for tennis elbow? It most certainly does. Uh, when you deal with, and I'll just be very uh, clear with you on that, when you're taking inflammation out of the body, uh, it's easier to take inflammation out of soft tissue, muscle, and things like that. When you're dealing with, for example, a tennis elbow where it's at, quite often you're down dealing with the tendons and the cartilage and the areas of the body that when they become inflamed, when they have pain, it takes more time to relieve that pain. Uh, and quite often when people are treated uh, with this product, they notice a relief almost immediately. And uh, now if they have a pain level of 10 and they treat themselves and now it's a five, that's a good thing. Uh, some people have total pain relief. Other people, the more they do it, if they treat themselves four or five times, the pain gets better, the function improves with each treatment uh, as they go on. So that's a good question, uh, Marlboro, but it does work uh, with a tennis elbow as it's called to help relieve the pain but I what I would do is I'd treat the elbow the shoulder and the low back because even though you have the pain here the nerves and everything are coming from the back so you want to treat the whole area in order to get overall type of relief and help as you're proceeding uh, in those uh, with those types of treatments okay let's see here it's come over here to this one all right um, I had a question yesterday about magnawaving a sunburn. Do you have any info on this? Thanks. Well, sunburn, you're burned, you have inflammation, it hurts, it's hot, uh, will improved oxygenation of the blood, improved blood flow to the overall area where you're having this sunburn be effective? Yes, because inflammation is what causes pain whether it's from a burn or a strike or whatever it may be or whatever type of thing causes it or whatever the the cause may be so if you can improve the overall circulation to the area and blood and blood oxygenation it should be beneficial to help relieve some of the pain of a sunburn great question and there's a lot of sun out these days and so that's a good opportunity for someone to uh, uh, have a sunburn or, or whatever um, okay Let's see, how would you treat hunter's bump on a horse? 
while I would treat the area on the, sometimes uh, for those of you who aren't aware, a horse can get an area on her back uh, that's just a raised hump and, and uh, you can get those areas and you can treat it and again just by mis manipulating the muscle tissue and the and the um, uh, tendons and cartilage and everything in the area it is possible with continued treatment to help relieve the uh, the bump and to uh, help it and also any discomfort that's associated with this uh, that the animal animal may have but yes uh, it is conceivable now how long it's had it plays into that situation if it's just developing and that's what we have a lot quite often with this type of treatment the sooner you begin to treat the better off you are and the better more rapidly you achieve the results that you're looking for so to if it's coming treat it. If it's there and it's been there for a long time, treat it. Can you get some relief? Yes, but certainly the length of time that it's been there and, and how acute it may be at that point or chronic it may be, then that's the situation that you need to deal with. Uh, very good. Um, next question here. Uh, good morning. Oh, Aaron's on. Good morning, Aaron. Looking for treatment techniques of EPM in horses. Uh, follow up to the vet treatment. Well, and, and that's a very good question, and we talk about this in our, tra in our training uh, that we have, but basically uh, for EPM horses, we've learned that you don't just treat them one time. The EPM is caused by a parasite in the body that kind of attacks the nervous system, and so you get in there, and, you, and if they've been treated, they're dead, the, the parasites are dead, or they're dormant. And if you treat, what can happen if you begin the super oxygenation that we help to achieve in the body can help the decay process and moving this out. The lymphatic system can help move the, the parasites away from the body, so on and so forth. However, if you treat just one time, if it's something is irritating a nerve, let's just say it's right here and it's irritating the nerve causing pain, and you treat that area and you pulse the area and you're trying to move things to the lymphatic system or break down further decay so they can be moved out of the body and you move it from here to here, you now have two spots that are irritated. So what we've learned with with EPM is that you treat regularly. Some horses that have been treated with EPM are treated forever, maybe once a week, maybe just before they perform, whatever it may be to keep them comfortable and to not have that type of situation because EPM, once it's there, can last for a long time. So I learned don't treat them just once because quite often they'll be sorer after the first treatment than they were prior but if you continue to treat then you see the relief from that and, and we found that it's been used a lot and very very beneficially and well in uh, horses with EPM. Typically and as you said after the vet treatment over the years our policy has been follow the direction of the veterinarian and, and typically they would treat with marquee or some type of treatment that they would have and when the treatment was completed we would step in and then begin to treat the horse to relieve the pain because they're in a lot of pain they have a lot of inflammation to help bring them back to a performance type of state there are some veterinarians now who recommend that we treat and, and provide PEMF to the horses 
during the medication process of whatever they're using. So uh, in the beginning, we were always careful to follow exactly what they wanted, and we were always careful to not do anything to exacerbate the situation. Today, as I say, there are more and more veterinarians who are having a street either just prior to the uh, medication delivery, during the medication delivery, and then after. And the people are seeing some very good results with that process as well. So it's always good to check with a veterinarian to see what the process may be. It does not hurt at all. If they want to run through the medication process and then you treat, that's what we've done for years. We've had very good success doing that. If you want to try and the veterinarian's clear with this to do it during the process, let us know uh, how things are working out and uh, what you think of it at that point. Great question, thanks for asking. Um, so the treatment techniques, just to be clear, with EPM is you gotta treat more than once and treat often to get the horse to a level. You know our way, and I've, I haven't said this for a while, but uh, the logic is treat as long as function continues to improve. And then once you reach a plateau, treat as often as necessary to maintain the plateau that you're looking for. In other words, with my wife's back, she has three herniated discs, and in the beginning we treated her a whole bunch. And then we got to the point that we were only treating her two or three times every 30, or, uh, 30 to 45 days. We'd treat her two or three times, and she'd be good for that 30 days or so. And she's been doing this for 12 years. But it does come back. We can't do anything about the herniated discs. We don't, it's not going to do that, but it can relieve the pain. And so the longer we treated, the longer she was able to go uh, in order to have that type of relief. So treat as, off, as long as function continues to improve, and then as often as necessary to maintain the function that you've achieved and that you want to have uh, success with. Okay, let's see. Uh, my next question is, after an L5-S1 back fusion, how soon after surgery can you begin to treat? Our typical guideline for when we start treatments or when these treatments can be started, again, you want to certainly talk with your doc and make sure that everything's okay and they're agreeing with what, what you're doing, but our rule of thumb has been once bleeding is in control, once there is no bleeding uh, going on, then you can begin to treat, to work on the inflammation, the results of the surgery to help the healing process uh, move along. Uh, perhaps quicker and, and in, a, in a more comfortable fashion. So that, that's the situation. If you wanted to wait, some people want to say, oh, they do the surgery and I want to wait seven or eight days, fine. Wait a few days and then begin, begin to treat at that point. But check with your doctor. But once bleeding's in check, then typically uh, you're safe to go do what you'd like to do comfortably uh, in the area. But again, check with your doctor. Great question. Um, I was just recently sunburned and used it and it really helped. Amy, thanks for sharing that with us. There you go, kind of uh, um, filled in for what we were talking about. Let me come back over here to check with CastBox and see if there's any questions there at this point. Uh, the tennis elbow question. Um, okay. All right, Marlboro Man asked the question, where do we practice? We don't practice medicine. We simply provide uh, relaxation and improvement to the blood flow uh, of the body. We have practitioners all over the country. If you want to take a look there, we'd be happy to, uh, to, do, um, to show you where the uh, practitioners are. Go to our website, magnawavepmf.com. Click the treatment button, and you can see if there's a practitioner in your area uh, to provide these services. All right, let's see. Let me come back over here to restream. Uh, nothing there. Okay. If you have a question, simply post it in the uh, Facebook 
uh, chat box. Do we have a question? Um, I just got a question, a follow-up to one Sherry asked earlier. Okay. Uh, she talked about her horse being thirsty and, and drinking a bunch of water after treatment. Can you talk a little bit about why it's important to rehydrate after a treatment? Oh, great. Thank you, uh, Tony. I appreciate that. Well, quite often what we're doing is we're detoxing. The process of this PEMF, Magnolia PEMF therapy, serves to help the body detox itself. And so uh, hydration is very important to that whole process. And so we just want to make sure that after you treat a person or an animal, you want to give them the opportunity to take on water, to give them good hydration, to help them flush any toxins that are uh, being relieved or released from the body that helps that whole process. Hydration is very important to anything that's going on and we certainly uh, always recommend that after treatment that you that you hydrate and you don't want to forget that and um, just make sure your horses or yourself are hydrated after treatment. Tony thank you very much great question. Uh, let's see if there's anything else that people are asking. Um, no, let me come over here and see what we got. String halt, talking about string halt, nobody likes to talk about. Uh, they were told to retire her from the show pen. Basically, when you're dealing with those types of situations in a horse, you want to do the overall body treatment, treat areas of pain, but an overall body treatment as often as necessary in the beginning to help move the process along, and then as necessary to maintain uh, the level of performance or the level of, of good feeling that you're getting uh, at that time with the animal. Let's see, uh, practitioners in Atlanta wanting to know, are, you, are there any states where you have to be a licensed veterinarian to be able to do MagnaWave sessions on horses? Well, there are, state, there are various state regulations around the country, the veterinary regulations that stipulate what is considered veterinary practice and what is uh, considered an exception to veterinary practice. And typically, body work, where you are massaging an animal or working over an animal with your hands, or in our case, with our devices, don't fall into the area of veterinary. Now, again, depending, the important thing is that you don't diagnose, the important thing is that you don't treat any particular conditions or anything like that. You just treat the animal to allow the body to be in a better situation to in fact heal itself. So currently there are no regulations. There are some states that that talks about massage and some other areas needing to be applied under the supervision or in association with a veterinarian. But most states allow, when you talk about horses, for the owner or the agent of the owner to do what they want with the horse so you can work under the auspices of that, work with the owner and you can follow their direction and uh, be in that type of situation. And so that, that's where it's at. There are no specific rulings at this point. Uh, it, it, to kind of bring this into circle for you, back in, no, I don't know, 150 years ago or whatever, the AMA, the Medical Association, took electrotherapy, uh, acupuncture, massage, various modalities of therapy out of normal medicine. They, their, their design was different than that and so these areas were removed from medicine and so for years in the United States they weren't considered to be available to be 
I don't want to say they're not beneficial, but to be recognized at these types of situations. And so states would license massage or states would license acupuncturists, but they never got around to the point and they've never, and we've worked on this, getting to a point to where they would license PMF therapists or whatever. Again, it's a class one off the shelf device. You can go to Walgreens and buy heat pads. You can go to Walgreens and even buy some PMF pads or, or any, any place like that and use these legally because they are not uh, invasive, they're not, they don't cause any problems, there are no contraindications, so you're free to do that. So for a practitioner to provide services for someone uh, quite often is, is fine and falls into the realm of normal uh, type of activity. I hope that answers the question. Um, let's see, let me take a look at this. A lot of good testimonials on the uh, MagnaWave site uh, here today that I'm looking for questions. Worked on a pregnant mare the other day. The owner never told me until after. Just wondering if anyone had any experience with this. Wondering what any potential side effects. Well, as you know, when pregnancy is involved, quite often uh, things are contraindicated. And so most doctors will tell you not to treat uh, a horse or a person uh, during during pregnancy or specifically over the area of the of the fetus or the foal or whatever the situation or the, or the fetus uh, um, in the body. Uh, however, in other countries, they do do that. But in the United States, we go away from that. It's contraindicated. Are there any inherent, if, if the mare is just in, in full and just beginning uh, it, the process or the gestation period, your risks are very little, very low, so that's that. That it's typically not an issue. It's a good question to ask if you're dealing with a mare. Uh, are they pregnant? Are you you know what? What's the situation there? But when when you were done, there's nothing that you did that all of a sudden. Oh my gosh, this is going to change something. We always, however, we always want to be again not treating the area over the years. As, as I've said, we did you know it's always contraindicated. However, there have been some horses and the and the owner has called or the vet has been has said look the, the back on this horse is so sore this horse is going to founder this horse is you know going to be in a serious serious situation so treat the legs treat the feet not an issue but you're following the direction of your veterinarian uh, of what's going on good question uh, too bad they didn't tell you going in but you're 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 good and there's really nothing that you did there's no nothing inherent in this whole process that would cause a problem with uh, pregnancy in a horse or anything like that so it's just contraindicated we don't do it if we know that they're that they're pregnant um, Let's see and see if there's another question here. No other questions on CastBox. Uh, everything looks quiet on the uh, YouTube and Facebook side of the house at this point. If you have any questions, just put them in there. If you'd like to talk to me on CastBox, uh, hit the phone uh, button on the on the app and you will be able to uh, come in and visit with me and we can talk about uh, any questions that you might have and actually we can have more than one person on the line and we're going to grow with this I want to be able to bring a doc on with me or bring a practitioner on with me and have a conversation and then in fact answer questions that people may have in a live type of uh, format as we uh, uh, provide these types of uh, broadcast services and content uh, for you and we certainly appreciate your viewing and listening let's see how we're doing here on Castbox we got 12 listeners on Castbox at this point that's coming up I don't know what we have on the 
uh, Facebook this morning. Uh, 42 people live. Oh my gosh, we're getting close to that to that uh, 50 number. Uh, <laughs> we're sneaking up there. So that that's uh, oh, we're over 50. 52 on. Is that right? 56. Uh, no, I've got I've got 24. I think I think it's a. You're looking at something else. Oh, I'm time. looking at the time. Yeah. That's going. Tw oh, 29. Oh, Never mind. I'm looking at the wrong number. <laughs> it would be 29, 12, and a 5 on YouTube. We're up we're against 50. There you go. We're, we're coming along. And uh, so if you have any questions, just put them in the chat box on YouTube, Facebook, or in the CastBox uh, app, and I'd be more than happy to uh, uh, answer them. Let's see. It looks like there's something popping up over here. Does... MagnaWave help with hemiplegia and how? Well, basically, it, you're, you're talking about a situation, and this is the question, will good oxygenated blood to the area help uh, what's going on in the body? Can it, could it possibly help? Yes, and, and basically that would be the process that you're looking to do. Uh, it, it, it gets hard, but you talk, you know, people talk about this and they think, oh my goodness, the way you're talking about it, it, it's almost good for anything. Well, the answer is if good oxygenated blood flow uh, is good for the body and can help heal the body, then that's that's a good thing. And it's certainly, um, and it, we've had people, you know, they'll call, I've got this situation, you know, will this help? Well, give it a shot. See what this is gonna do uh, to your health, to your animal's health, and uh, can, can it help you get down that road to better health and wellness? Uh, most certainly. Christy, great question. I want to get a little deeper into that specifically for you uh, and I'll do that and we'll either cover it in more detail on another show or I'll uh, post it on the Facebook area so we get to the depths uh, of that particular uh, issue. don't have the capability right this minute to search it and take a look at it but <clears throat> all in all uh, certainly would be worth a try but we'll get deeper into that so if you have any other questions uh, please let me know let's see here if anything else has come in come in on uh, Castbox appreciate that very much that uh, folks are joining us on Castbox po folks are with us on uh, YouTube and Facebook uh, just continuing to expand the area of how to get this uh, out to the folks and get the questions answered uh, that you may have uh, for us. Let me look here and see. Treating someone uh, with Tourette's syndrome? Don't know. Um, if so, what are your results? Um, that's a tough one. Uh, don't know. Uh, certainly wouldn't hurt. Uh, to treat someone with that to see if you could help the nervous system of the body to help the overall situation of the body and <clears throat> would certainly anything that could potential provide well-being and the potentiality of, of wellness would be certainly within the scope of what you might want to try to feel better and utilize um, the PEMF therapy. Uh, MagnaWave PMF therapy. Question? AOPP has information on Tourette's. Ah, if you go to the AOPP, that is PEMFprofessionals.com, the AOPP website, and uh, search Tourette's, there is information uh, on how uh, PEMF has been official for the, uh, and been used uh, for those suffering from Tourette's. Great, thank you for uh, bringing that to my attention. Uh, actually, anything, if you've got questions, it's a great place to go for research uh, about pulsed electromagnetic field therapy. Again, it's the AOPP, it's the Association of PEMF Professionals, and uh, you can go there and search uh, particular uh, 
a situation that you're experiencing or someone is experiencing and if, if PMF has been used in that and recorded and documented you can typically find answers there. Another place to go would be the MagnaWave PEMF International uh, Research and Education Group on Facebook. Just go search MagnaWave International PMF on Facebook and you'll get to that group and what's nice about that is we're posting things there a daily almost of dealing with specific questions and specific issues that people have encountered over the years so you can go there and search in the left hand part of the page in the left hand column there's a little place to search on our Facebook page where we post a lot of information you can't search so if you miss something that we talked about or something that was presented you can't find it but on this research page you can and then of course there's the AOPP where you can go and search specifically independent of any company and and have a look and get uh, good information on pulsed electromagnetic field therapy magnawave PEMF thank you uh, Chris for uh, reminding me of that and bringing that up okay let's see any other questions here on Castbox no let me run over here to restream my daughter has a vagus nerve stimulator used to help control her seizures can I use magnawave to help her as she has got torn tendons in her shoulder. Okay, so you need um, the nerve stimulator. Um, number one, the first question you might be able to answer me, Samantha, uh, is it battery powered? Uh, can it be recharged? Is it implanted? Uh, the big issue we have on electronically implanted devices is that quite often, it's not quite often, but there is a potentiality of reducing the charge on the battery, which we don't want to do, so the device maybe would not work. Uh, however, if it is rechargeable and you can um, uh, remove it, if you will, during the treatment, you should be fine uh, to treat the tor torn tendons in her shoulder. To treat her shoulder should have no relative effect to the <clears throat> from the standpoint of the seizures or the body. Again, you want to check and see. Um, there are there is research that were put up, um, but you can check and see what the situation is with the implanted device with regard to. It won't set it off or do anything like that, but it can uh, deplete the batteries. That's the big fear. Uh, there are some new pacemakers that people have implanted that the doctors have said as long as you're a foot away, well, so if the pacemaker is here, you could treat the hip or the knees or the feet, uh, that type of thing on someone to help bring them some comfort. And if someone, you know, that's, that's a good little sidebar here, if someone has that type of device that is that you can treat around to treat the feet is a great relaxation area helps relieve pain throughout the throughout the whole body in a reflexology uh, type of situation utilizing the PEMF but so you want to check with that uh, to make sure if it can again can be relieved or removed or recharged then you would again with the doctor's clearance be able to treat the shoulder to help the healing process there uh, if you delve a little deeper go to AOPP and see seizures there's been a lot of people that have had seizures and you might find it on the uh, research page as well that uh, have used PEMF to help control seizures and work through that whole process so that's some uh, other things there that you might want to consider or have a look at uh, could MagnaWave be used for West Nile 
Well, Carrie, I, you know, uh, certainly again to help the healing process that someone is having with good blood oxygenation and improved blood flow, uh, whatever medications they're giving, uh, what we always would recommend if you're having a medication, you have West Nile and they're giving you some medication, take the medication, let it assimilate into the body, then use the, the, uh, the therapy for better blood flow, better oxygenation to help the body be in a position to better heal itself. And you might want to search that also in the uh, AOPP. Great question. I appreciate that. Let me jump over here to see. Um, we, we had a question on there uh, about that. It was about uh, the, um, the high power machines versus the Beamer. Uh, oh, I didn't Maya. see that. Okay, yeah. let me. Um, no, you're fine. Where is that on there? Uh, it was right above the Vegas nerve stimulator. Uh, well, for some reason. For some reason, I don't see it on mine. That's okay. What are the main differences between the Maya and the Beamer? The main differences between the Maya and the Beamer. Okay, the Maya is uh, the MagnaWave uh, digital high-powered machine. It comes in three different models. Uh, it is high power I, uh, because it, it produces several thousand gauss of energy as it's used. The Beamer, uh, which is a fine device and is good for relaxation and so on and so forth, but it produces only about 35 at a max 50 gauss of energy delivery. What that means basically is you'd have to use it more often and you have to use it for longer periods of time in order to really achieve the result that you're that you're looking for. Quite often uh, in, in many of the low power devices they'll talk about 15 minute treatment periods uh, on a daily basis and then you build yourself up to where you're treating yourself an hour a day perhaps as you sleep that whole type of thing. With the high power devices like the Maya being uh, the high powered device that it is, treatment times are much less. You might treat your, an area of your body only eight to 10 minutes in a particular setting and you can relieve, have pain relief and inflammation reduction almost immediately. It's not unusual. In fact, that's what really got us going in the beginning. I'd go treat a rider and say, how's your back? I, they said, well, it hurts. And I'd treat them and their back would feel better and they'd let me treat their horses because they felt immediate relief from the whole situation and so did the animals and horses and dogs that we've treated. So that's the primary difference. It is possible with a higher power machine to put the energy into the body that it can utilize to get a very rapid or a more rapid result to what you're looking for. Again, the, the MagnaWave Maya produces thousands up to uh, 9,000, 10,000 gauss compared to the Beamer, which uh, only produces, uh, say, in the neighborhood of um, 35 to 50 gauss. Here's Brandon uh, uh, giving me a call. I have to call him back. Uh, could have talked to him. But I don't know if he'd have a question. Didn't want to catch him off guard uh, if he called. If he'd like to uh, do that, give me a uh, uh, call back, Brandon. Let's see if anybody has sent a text. I haven't checked that to see if anybody sent a text. Um, nope. Uh, let's see. Two, two. Nope. So no... Um, Nothing at this point, no text for anyone to have, want to have a conversation. Uh, let's see, let me come back over and check the... Good morning, Mr. Bub on CastBox. Um, so our listeners are going up on CastBox as well. We appreciate that. If you have a question, just simply put it in there. I'd be happy to answer it uh, or any question that you may have about machines, training, certification, uh, whatever it may be. Let me take a quick look over here to, let's see... 
let's see, is someone in the office is someone in the office using a machine? I'm getting pulsing sound during live programming. Uh, no, well, there, yeah, there are there are some machines <laughs> running in the building there, and and there's a, a treatment room right next door. So that could be uh, that's probably something on your signal. But uh, there are machines running, but nothing that I can hear uh, as we're sitting here. Great, uh, great question. Uh, we'll we'll check it out further to see. Uh, uh, Chris is going to check on that and uh, see what he can give us uh, with regard to checking in on that. Thank you for bringing it up. Would this possibly help with severe diabetic neuropathy in my wife's feet? Great question, Mr. Bub. Uh, and the answer is yes. Uh, basically, neuropathy is a situation to where the nerve endings and the feet and the hands um, uh, have a debilitating result, they die or they begin to die off and circulation is very important. If you catch it early, uh, you can help keep it from getting worse and in some cases <clears throat> even kind of uh, reverse it. If you if it's late in the process, so it depends what the loss is. And I've, I've read where people talk about if the, if the damage is less than 85 percent. I don't know where that number came from, but that's a number that I've read, a number that I've heard. But you know, if the damage is, is less than 85 percent, you can get some good result with therapies uh, associated with that used uh, on neuropathy. My case, uh, I have what my doctor tells me is an age-related, I'm not talking about age, but an age-related type of uh, neuropathy and I in fact uh, treat myself regularly. Uh, I have a mat, a MagnaWave B2 machine which produces about 500 gauss of delivery that I sleep with and I will rest my feet on the pad and uh, on a nightly basis and my neuropathy is virtually unnoticeable to me uh, at any point uh, that I that I had and there were times I was taking drugs uh, for it and uh, it, it was just very uncomfortable and and hindered what I was what I was doing and so that process has helped the higher powered machines you can use them for five to eight minutes or so or ten minutes on your feet and after a number of sessions it begins to improve and uh, and help the area let's see uh, nothing else has helped well it would certainly uh, Mr. Bub, be worth a a shot to uh, give it a try. It it there have been a lot of things. Go to the uh, website, look at testimonials, the AOPP site. That's the PEMFprofessionals.com. Uh, can you can search there for neuropathy, and you'll see how the uh, PEMF has been beneficial in those in those areas, and certainly worth a try. Uh, I hope something you find something. She's always feels like her feet are on fire. And, and not exaggerating, understand totally. I understand the situation totally, had been there, and uh, so it's certainly worth a try to uh, help the, the blood oxygen and help this. Now, to, to further take this along, again, depending how advanced it is, it's not gonna regrow. It can help regrow some tissue, but if the nerves are gone in, the, in these areas, it's very difficult to potentially achieve what you're looking for, but again, it's the it's the level of problem. Uh, great question, uh, Mr. Bub. Thank you for asking. And uh, go to the website, uh, click the uh, treatment button, and see if there's a practitioner near you uh, that you'd like to uh, uh, try it out. 
uh, or give us a call at the office and we can discuss whatever options uh, there may be for you to approach this. I hope your wife uh, feels better. It's no fun having that type of uh, situation that you're dealing with. Could I trouble you? Could I trouble you to type the website address? I can do that. Um, MagnaWavePMF.com. There you go. Um, there you go. Got it up there for you on Castbox, uh, and uh, we'll put it on the uh, screen here and on the uh, YouTube and Facebook. If you'd like to go there, it's MagnaWavePMF.com. Uh, and to see uh, what's going on and learn more about this uh, therapy that has become our passion that we want to help everyone uh, try to be healthier and happier and feel better uh, with what they're dealing with on a daily basis. You're certainly welcome, Mr. Bub. Thank you for uh, asking the question and partici participating with us on CastBox this morning. Again, we're getting close on time. It's about four minutes till the hour of 10. I like to keep these to about an hour and uh, we'll be back again next Tuesday and to answer any questions that you may have. Let me check here and see anything else over here. Um, all right, someone writes uh, they, were, they were on vacation and they missed their magna wave and now they're back off vacation. We'll hope you had a good time on your vacation and wave away for your uh, health and wellness here. Um, let's take another look over here. Um, thanks so much. Uh, let's see, nope, Alex says okay. All right, um, so we're about out of time today. Let's just give it one more chance here to see if anybody has any questions that I can potentially answer about your health and wellness with regard to MagnaWave Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy. Uh, we want to help you live a happier, healthier life and uh, follow things along. Okay, it looks like everything's uh, kind of quieted down at this point. We certainly appreciate your being here. I want to thank you for joining me. And again, if you have any questions, you can certainly uh, uh, call the office and uh, talk with us or send me an email. It's patzemer at magnawavepemf.com and we will answer any questions that you may have to help you lead a happier, healthier lifestyle. So wave on for better health and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining us.